Nerd Corner. Are you alone in the house? Down on the corner. Nerd in the street. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once more to Nerd Corner. I'm, of course, JD, John Hammond. I don't even know anymore. I'm... <laughs> no, words are hard. Fuck off. Um... <laughs> I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Leave me alone. Um, I'm not on my own like I was last week when I had no friends. I'm once again joined by Old School Nat and Megan with red hair. What's happening, guys? Not much. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew and you're all... Not. Yeah. We're, we're drinking the Zero stuff. Drinking your Zero? Yeah, Green Coke. What's the go with Green Coke? It's made with stevia and it's like 30% sugar of normal Coke. So we can pretend we're being healthy while we're drinking it. Right. It does have some sugar in it. Yeah. Oh god, you're going to be up all night. <laughs> what's what's been happening? What's everybody been reading and watching and playing? Watching, I think we're pretty much going to cover yeah. tonight. So. Not to bury the lead, but you and I spent three days each watching Scream the TV series. Three days, we're not going to get back in a hurry. I we'll liked it, but we'll, that's burying the lead. We'll get back to that. I'm excited because all my shows are back. Fucking everything. Yeah. Supergirl is worth a look. Yeah. I thought it was going to be shit, but it's good. It's not on Foxtel yet. I'll get there. Yeah, I watch it somehow. Yeah, contribution. What have you been? In, in any shows that you like back on the telly? Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, clearly you. Clearly, you're desperate to talk about Assassin's Creed. All right. Which one's this one? Syndicate. Yeah, I don't know. The only one I know is the pirate you don't know. one. Well, this is uh, uh, that is the best pirate game, but this is the best Assassin's Creed. Well, is, this one, is this the one that's set in London with yeah. the twin, uh, the two different ones, and you got Charles yeah. Darwin? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Actually, Charles Darwin or Charles Dickens? Charles both. Yeah, Charles Dickens is a quirky fella. Yeah, I'd believe yeah. that. And uh, part of his ghost tour thing now. What? And he had like a wait. Which one are we talking about? We're talking about yeah. We're talking about the right one. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a ghost tour club thing, and you join it for a, like a bit. Charles Dickens does. Yeah, and spring. Spring Loaded or Springfoot Jack or something. Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, he's in it, and you cha- actually chase. You him. chase Spring Hill Jack. Yeah. That is amazing. I know, and he's like throwing like the gas stuff down, and you've got to stop him from killing people. And there was like an asylum thing with people like screaming in the basement and stuff, and you had to go and hide on a gurney and then assassinate somebody in like their practice thing when they were trying to lobotomize people. Okay, it's I'm sorry. Thing. You you got my attention with you've got to hide on a gurney. Yeah, you do. You hide the dead body, and then you get on it, and then they take you to the. You get on the dead body. No, no, you hide the dead body, and then you... So this isn't about necrophilia? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Do, does Rigor Mortis make him hard? Oi! But it's awesome. Cool! That actually sounds interesting. It's really good. And you got the Ziploc thing, which helps get everywhere. Your, your Batman grappling hook. There's a lot of big... Yeah. Cool! Well, that's been your life for a week. Mm-hmm. Something that might interest you in talk, while we're talking about games is the new Tomb Raider comes out next week. <gasps> it does. Yeah, but it doesn't help me. No, because you don't have a PS4. I don't have an Xbox. Because they're not... Yeah, it's Xbox exclusive now. That's right. Yeah, Tomb Raider's like an Xbox One exclusive for the first sort of 12, 18 months of his existence. There are other games you can play. You've got literally a whole granny pack full of them. Yes. Have you finished them all? Have you finished Wonder Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have finished Wonder Boy several times. Alice Kidd in Miracle World. Yes. All Seeker Games Seeker is covered. Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. Got ya. Thanks, now I have to add that one to the... That's a Mega, dri- that's a mega Drive game. I've got one. A Mega Drive? Yeah. Of course you fucking know. <laughs> Final little story about Mega Drive. I don't remember if I was talking about it when I did the Jurassic Park episode. Because the back... You had... Um, you got cheat codes to jump to later levels. And, you, and one of them was actually printed in a screenshot in the instruction booklet. For the second last level. It's like, enter screen codes. And there was a code across the bottom. Because friends, some friends of mine had it. And I'm like, hang on, that looks like a... 
So yeah, it jumped you to like the second last level, to the volcano level. Oh. Geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Sega. Well done. Um, other than Scream, I've been... I was watching The Fresh Prince. Still working through that. They're still making those. That's right. We're <laughs> up to season 27. It's like The Simpsons. No, all of, all of the shows are back and I'm excited as fuck. Arrow is actually getting good. Because let's face it, the first three seasons it wasn't. I was just very forgiving of it because I'm a Green Arrow guy. The Running Man... Yes. You're, you're watching The Running Man? I am watching The Running Man. I am up to date with The Running Man. I haven't heard of The Running Man. Flash. Flash. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> he runs. Yeah. yeah, and he's a man. He is. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually good this season. Oh, uh, no. You won't get me watching that. I'm not trying to. Because <laughs> the first season was shit, second season was pretty fucking good, and now it's like, wow, you're actually in the MCU now. Is that because they're focusing on... They're still focusing on Mockingbird and... Yeah, Mockingbird and... Um, What's-her-face? Quake. Daisy, Sky, is now doing her... She's full in humans. Okay. Doing her thing. Um, I've also been watching the Guardians cartoon. It's a cartoon about Guardians. Which, what, from what I've heard, is fair decent. Something I'll probably never watch. Probably not. Um, I watch a lot of it with the kids. Yeah. American Horror Story. American Horror Story. You were, you, you were having some words about American Horror Story before we started recording. They shouldn't have put Lady Gaga in it. At all. In she place of Jessica Lange. Well, I get that they had to have somebody that was big shoes to fill, but not somebody that's already famous for being... Weird? Well, yeah, it kind of ruined it. What? Hang on, let's backtrack a little bit here. Jessica Lange's not in it? No. No. Lange's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's just So they thought, we'll replace her with Lady Gaga, which, because she's already strange, but yeah, she just doesn't suit. And they've got so many good actors and she can't act. No. She's trying, a... but she can't. A for effort. Yeah. E for execution. Yeah. Yeah. Even um... though both those words start with E. I really like what they're doing with Evan Peters this year. I do too, but it, he's such a lively character that it kind of... He's playing a boring role for him. But it's an in, I think he's going to make it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're up to episode four? Mm. Four or five or something? Yeah. Which is about the point where those seasons usually kick off. Yeah. Kathy Bates is, as always, amazing. Yes. That woman can do no wrong. Yeah. She's, a, yeah. she's just phenomenal. Like, I'm, I'm only just up to... I've finished... Coven. What was that one? Coven. Where Kathy Bates first joined it. And yeah. Holy hell. With Stevie Nicks. Yeah. See, the, the inclusion of Stevie Nicks in season three, I think worked really bloody well. Because she played herself just as a witch. Yeah. And that, that worked well. I mean, basically she was just there to throw in some music. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. But Gaga, I think, I don't know. If she sings, I'm out. Yeah. That's you're all done. I can say. Yeah. You're done? She's just, it, yeah, it's... Oh, not... come on. When when those two finally get back together, she's going to start singing Bad Romance. It'll be great. <sighs> At least they didn't have Adam Levine sing in season two. Yeah, but he died violently, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, at least he didn't break out was wrong. He? he was the... Um... The couple that wanted to, you know, have sex on the torture thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 right at the start there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah old matey from Lead Singer of Maroon 5. Oh, right, is that who he is? Yeah. yeah. What else am I watching? The Amazing Race. I keep getting tweets oh. favorited by two of the... by both halves of one of the teams. Nice. The cheerleaders. Yep. <laughs> Because I was watching the show and I'm like, you're all annoying me. So I tweeted, by this point, I've usually got a favourite team, but they're all annoying me. Favourited by this chick. I'm like, who the hell is this? I'm like, oh, it's one of the contestants. <laughs> so yeah, every time I tweet about the Amazing Race now, the cheerleaders both favourite it. So I think I'm going for them by default. Yeah, sounds that way. Yeah. Tremors 5. Did I talk about that last time? Had we... No. No. I watched that. It was actually better than 3 and 4. Not hard. No. And I told you I've never seen them before. How have you never seen the I Tremors? No, but I really want to. Have you not? Have you not seen number four? You just haven't seen any. I haven't of them. seen any of them. No. Oh well. Yeah, well, I know. I've heard. Stop know. recording. <laughs> Next has got to go and watch. Watch Tremors. I'll bump it up the list. 
Oh, fuck after, after Assassin's Creed, after Project Zero, after Shovel Knight comes out, like in a couple of what days. What the fuck is a Shovel Knight? It's like an 8-bit game that's for the Wii U. Oh, you really... Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to buy a console that sounds like an ambulance siren. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Wee 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 great console and I'm make. i going to make that noise all the time now when I play it I really actually no there is one one or two games I'll be interested in on it but no, one or two games is not enough to buy a console I really want Mario Party Mario the newest Mario one I love the Mario Party games reason to buy it no the new Mario Party's horrible I'm not surprised they they pretty much dropped off after probably after the ones on the 64 mm-hmm. yeah once they started bringing in all the motion control crap yeah. Like, yeah, no. yeah the Wii was terrible yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in general. It had some good games, but its whole the whole process of it, like, let's get people up from the couch to play games. No! No, that's not what we want. <laughs> you know the, the game that I absolutely loved, and you'll probably agree with me? Twilight Princess. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. And um, Mario Kart, because it's hard to get that wrong. Yep. And then and my Wii got fixed, and now has a lot of old games on it. It was broken. Oh, yes, they do. Yep. It was broken. I lent it to a friend of mine to fix, and it came back, and suddenly I could play the Addams Family on the NES. Yep. And conquered his wife. Oh, it only took me 23 years. <laughs> I do remember you telling me about that. Yeah, playing that game on and off for 18 years, and it was my white whale. And so when I beat it, Jen's like, what are you going to do now? You've got no reason to live. <laughs> well, yeah, no, fair point. Jessica Jones, two weeks. Sweet. Yep, I'm excited as fuck. Hopefully I'll have my Netflix back by then. Because apparently, if you don't pay your Netflix bill, they don't let you use it. What are they, what's this for coming to? I don't know, because the, the WWE was the same way with the network. <sighs> So I'm now back to just watching things the old-fashioned way. Okay. from the internet. <laughs> well, how about, how about some freebies? We've been paying you. Yeah. Well, how to, about a little bit of? Return? To be fair, they both gave me the first month free. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. No, Jessica. There's been a um, couple of trailers and some posters. And I'm assuming you haven't seen the Jessica Jones trailer. No. It's Jessica Jones. It's Alias. She's gonna fuck shit up. I'm actually thinking because all of her run as Alias, it's all in one volume. Okay. It's like 120 bucks or something. I'm thinking about picking it up at a time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for it. I wasn't really excited. Then I read Civil War. I'm like, wow, Jessica Jones will fuck you up. And then does. A lot. Daredevil has a trailer for season two. Yes, you see a man with a skull on his chest. Yes, and uh, also, I mean, that's the thing that's got me most excited. But of course, there's also some chicky that's got size or something. Yeah, that's not played by Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Thank fuck. We're talking about Electra. Yeah, I know. I saw, uh, yeah. I started watching that. Show, Daredevil? Actually. Yeah, Daredevil. I liked it. Well, why didn't you finish it? <sighs> Stuff. I'm getting there. <laughs> it's on the long, long list. It's on the list. It's on the long, long list. You can't make it for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed came along and trumped everything. Um, the other week, I was talking about Princess Leia's gold bikini going up for sale at an auction. Uh, I don't remember who I was talking to about that. Mm. might have been when Paul Paul was on when we were talking about um, Kevin Smith. Well, it's old. Yeah. $96,000. Oh, I thought it would be more than that. Yeah. That's a lot, but I thought it would yeah. be... The original um, model that they used for the blockade runner at the start of New Hope went for 400 and something thou. That doesn't seem right. The, the, the blockade runner would go for that amount, like the model of that, and then the, the gold bikini. Only went for 96000 Yeah. Yeah, it seems odd. What you didn't hear in this story is that they also auctioned off the head of Jar Jar Binks. And it only went for about a buck fifty because <laughs> it's CG. <laughs> they, 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 they just gave you a USB drive with it on. <laughs> Nobody wanted <Wow>. it. <laughs> All the Star Wars hoopla. Yep. Oh, you still haven't watched the trailer? I've not watched yeah. the trailer. I have not. Have you seen it? 
I saw one of the original trailers. I have yeah, not, not seen the new one. Not I've, the new one that everyone lost their minds over. Did you I watch it? I have seen it, yes. Yes. Is it worth everybody losing their minds over? It's just a trailer. Cool. It looks great, but yeah, I think people need to start calming down or they're going to be like, this movie sucks the second they see it because they've built it up so much. I think this is part of the reason why I'm avoiding everything. Yeah, because you don't want to be like, oh my God, it looks amazing, and then sit down and be like, shit. Because like, I'm scrolling past memes and photos and everything. I was a little disappointed that I found out that the black guy's got a lightsaber. That just happens to now be in all the marketing materials. Okay. Yeah. Is this the guy that you see in the Stormtrooper? Yeah, that guy. Yep. So he's... Okay. Just the main... Because I haven't heard much about it. The main bad dude... What's his name? Kylo Ren. So he does have a name? Yeah. yeah. One that's got the sword... Like, yeah. Thing. yeah. I hated that at first. Now I love him already. Haven't seen the movie. This is, this is what I was saying. I think it was probably you I was saying it to. It was like, yeah, Kylo Ren, get on that fucking bandwagon. What if he's the shittest character since Jar Jar Binks? He could be, but he just... He looks... He's just... He's... Got a good presence. He could also be the next Darth Maul. <laughs> I was going to say, counterpoint to that, Darth Maul was all over the Phantom Menace advertising, was the good thing in that film, and then summarily got cut in half. Yeah. Didn't come back to Clone Wars. Yeah. I have been, I mean, as most people have been looking like all the different toys and the Lego and all that sort of stuff, and I just can't get excited for it because, as you say, you know, what if it's shit? You're going to have all this stuff that's based off characters that we have only seen about 30, mm. sec- 30 seconds worth of footage for. And, and a couple of them, we don't know their surnames for good reasons, because that'll ruin the movie. Yeah. So everyone, like when, when the toys first drive, I'm going to go and buy all the toys! It's like, why? Mm. You don't know the characters. Mm. It's like when I was looking at all the Lego sets, the only one that I got excited about was the Falcon, which, looking closer on, it looked like crap. And you know why? I watched a speed build of it last night. Yeah. It's because every single bit of the back of the, of the Falcon. It's got stuff in it, like the little hologram chess board and all that stuff. But the, all the back panels, like the roof, folds open looks at, like a pizza. Yeah. Like a little triangle bits. Yeah, that, well, that's that's what we noticed on the box the day that we um, we saw it. It was that lift-up thing, and that's what gave it that yeah. really horrible-looking finish. Yeah. Now, I did find a video of something that I sent you last night. The UCS Falcon. Yes. That's, that's going to be... I don't know when this thing came out slash is coming out. It's going to be... I'm not going to have to buy it. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things that I probably wish I had more money on the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> start saving, son. Start saving. Yeah. And probably a good idea is not to lay by it at two different shops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To be fair. <laughs> yes. Now, that. Was it only the final battle that you doubled up on? No, no, no. It was the final battle and the shuttle tidy area. That's right, it was too. So it was two that you doubled up on. Yeah, it was, it was in the same package, but yeah, the, the final battle was, was he picked it up for me, yeah. and bit, the bit Shuttle Tidarium I had picked up on from another store. Bit of quick context. We ran all over town looking for this Lego set this day that we'd forgotten that you already had on layaway. Yep. And then I snagged it at, at the Big W near my house. That's layaway for the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> we have Americans? Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's, so yeah, I ended up having two sets in... Of one thing at one store, and that, yeah, it was just this whole big. <laughs> and we were together the day that we labelled it the, fir- the first time. Yep. <laughs> and both of us forgot within. <laughs> what did we work out? It was like two and a half weeks. About that. And yet I forget your cat's an outside cat as well as an indoor cat, and oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you forget what a D6 is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, well done with your D&D reference there. <laughs> um, oh, have I told you my ire at actually going to see F7? No. Because I work in Maitland, yep. I was going to go to, and I'm on lates when it comes out, so I finish work at 6.30. Yep. You know what, guess what times Maitland Cinema is showing this thing? 
12, 6, and 9. Ugh. Give me a 9 a.m. session I can go to. Yeah. So now I'm going to have to... I don't even fucking know. Well, I, as I said right at the beginning, everybody else is planning their midnight screenings and their gold class and their Titan. And it's like, yeah, that's great. It comes out on my basically my Monday. By the time I actually get a day off to see it... On the Tuesday. Everybody else will have seen it probably three times. And I'll be going on my own. I will have... I'll, I'll go again. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'll have maybe seen... This is what the thing was. Everyone's like, I'm going to buy a million tickets. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing day to day, let alone... I think everybody just needs to calm their farm a little bit. Yeah. Everybody needs to calm their moisture farm a little bit. <laughs> oh. That was where... That was the farm that Luke lived on at the start yeah. of, in Tatooine. It was a moisture farm. Oh, you didn't like it because I said moist. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig doesn't like James Bond anymore. Yes. Something along the lines of... Um, I would rather die than play the role again, and I don't give a toss who they choose next. Yeah, he was he was giving an interview, and it's like, would you come back? He's like, no, I'd rather kill myself. If I ever come back, it'll just be because I need the money. Yeah. Who do you think should replace you? I don't care. Do you have any advice for them? Don't be shit. Yeah. I, to be fair, you with the amount of history that that role has, there would probably be a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> Yeah. On to anyone that steps you, into you, that role. Because you don't want a George Lazenby. Yeah. Which I must be the only person in the world who loved George Lazenby. Yeah, but you're not a Bond guy. This is... Oh, I'm an early Bond guy. Yeah. I was a Bond guy up until Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, right. I... Yeah, I had absolutely no love for Goldeneye. I loved the game. Played the game for years. <laughs> then I saw the movie. And went, oh, that movie was shit. Yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> then, and then I saw The World Is Not Enough. I was going to say, the sad part is Goldeneye's his best effort. Yeah. So, you know, there was, it was Pierce Brosnan that ruined Bond for me. And so after after The World Is Not Enough, I never watched another Bond movie. You should really watch Casino Royale. The, the Daniel Craig stuff's quite good and it's not like Pierce Brosnan. Oh, I think it's a want to not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, speaking of things that are better than a want to not be, mm. Rocky Horror telemovie remake. I'm out. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of movie TV remakes coming out. I read a list the other day and I was just like, these things do not need television. He's movies. out with... With Rocky Horror Remake for the same reason I met with Ghostbusters. Just no. Yeah. I am a massive, massive Rocky Horror fan. Have seen the movie a bunch of times. I've been and seen it at the theatre. This surprises me. And... <laughs> you reinforced that stereotype. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, no. I have absolutely no desire to see a remake of that. No. Just... You wouldn't even watch it... the first episode just to see... No, no. How... It's not a series. It's a movie. Oh. Or a miniseries or something. It's not going okay. to be a series. It's going to be just redone. The only episode of Glee that I ever watched was the Rocky Horror episode, and I just wanted to throw shit at the TV. When they were from Trans... What was it? Um, Sensational, Sensational Transylvania. Transylvania. Oh, God. <laughs> and the fact that they had meatloaf in it, but John Stamos sang Hot Patootie. Well, you know, John Stamos. <laughs> and it's Glee. He was a beach boy. Yeah. I've even seen the the sequel to Rocky Horror. Not yeah. many people know of its existence, and I there's don't. probably good reason for that. Oh. <laughs> it was terrible. I'll love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I should have loved it. Where do I love st- of all things bad and Rocky Horror. Where no. do you stand on Grease 2? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it, to be honest. I don't think my, my parents let me, you know, wanted me to face that. So you could, all right. <laughs> you want to know who's playing Frank? I'm gonna, I'm gonna really want to cry here, aren't I? Yeah, maybe. I think it's an interesting casting choice. Yeah, I believe it's the right name. I'm thinking of Laverne Cox, the trans girl from Orange. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they've cast her as Frank. Right. I heard in a story the other day. 
That's what makes me go, you know what? Okay. No. Yeah, no. Slightly different thoughts? Of... It's it's interesting, but I'm still out. That's a bit like when they announced Chris Hemsworth as, um, as Janine in Ghostbusters. I'm like, okay, but no. Yeah. Like when they put out the photo of the girl looking like um, Egon from the cartoon, I'm like, ah, oh, no. Yeah, no, I, 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 there's no way I can get behind it. Actually, i tell you what I did watch. I watched Fantastic. I did say this. Yeah, I watched Fantastic the whole way through. From beginning to end. And you know what? It's not shit. Fantastic Four, the new one by Josh Trank. Oh, the one that everyone didn't want to see. And... Yeah. Oh, really? So it's okay. Yeah, well, it's not good. Is that because your expectations were so... so My expectation was, was supposed to be absolute fucking rubbish. Yeah. So which, to be fair, it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> see what I did there? It was fairly good for, is what it should be called. But the only problem with it is the pacing. You get an hour and a, you get an hour and twelve minutes of origin, and then seventeen minutes of an epic fight with Doctor Doom. Yeah, it uh, it seems like there's a big chunk missing because what they actually do, and I actually quite liked how they did it. They took the sci-fi approach to it, kind of like excuse me, what Captain like what the Winter Soldier did with um, they basically did a spy thriller and put comic characters in it. Yeah, well, I think that's what Josh Trank was trying to do here. But then there was the studio stuff and all the controversy, so it didn't really work. But yeah, they basically start off, they do an hour and ten minutes, or like the first hour or so of hard sci-fi, studying what I'm going to call the negative zone, because it is, but they don't call it that. Um, yeah, it works really well, and they actually do a jump. Here's everybody where they've got their powers one year later, when they've all mastered them. Right. So they actually don't do the whole, let's do all the wacky scenes where we're learning how to do our stuff. They show, like, Reed's fucked off into seclusion... Johnny and Sue are working at the science thing, and they just send Ben off on missions to just fuck shit up. Okay. And then something happens, and they've got to go and find Red, and they put the band back together because they've got to go and stop whatever's happening in the negative zone because that's where Dr. Doom's been living for a year. And that's where it falls apart. Once Doom comes back, they go, right, let's just... Go. Yeah, it just is very poorly paced. Once It feels like the movie's about to start happening, and then it's over. Right. So it had odd pacing, but it's not the piece of shit that people, everybody made it out to be. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. Speaking of Marvel movies, Peyton Reed is in negotiations to direct Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm excited for this. Actually called Ant-Man and the Wasp, July 2018. Um, yeah. What about Ant-Man? Because you didn't see it, did you? I was so excited to see it, and then I don't remember what happened, but I never got to see it. You, you opted not to come with us. I don't yeah, know what you were no, doing. I can't remember. But is it out on DVD yet? Not yet. Oh, it'll be soon. It'll be soon, so I can wait for that. Yeah, it, oh, it's... That'll be exciting. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, July 2018. I haven't even seen Ant Man yet, and I'm excited for that. Well, that's right. And they've actually they've announced a bunch of a bunch of other movies for 2020. Three of them for May, July, and November in 2020 for Phase Four or Five or Twelve or Six One Six or whatever they're up to by that point. <laughs> haven't said what they are. So it'll probably be like a Guardians sequel, another Avengers film, something like be, that. It'll be something to do with new Avengers, I'd say. That'll be a proper movie with the, it'll be with the new group. Probably a Spider Man sequel, I dare say. Yeah, because he's coming soon. Or, for the love of God, if we can please get one that's, that A, exists, and B, is not crap, a Venom movie. It was it had been announced before Sony sold the rights back to Marvel, so God knows what's going to happen, but, but I just, just want to see it. You know what? I'm okay with it being axed if it means that all the Spider-Man stuff goes back to Marvel, and then they can work with it properly. Yeah. Because you know Sony would have just gone, here's the Spider-Man cinematic universe, and it would have just been shit. Yeah. No, I, I have no problem with it going back to Marvel. I just hope that that 
the idea of the Venom movie doesn't get permanently shelved. Because I, when they announced they were doing it, I was just shut up and take my money. Jaw hit the floor. I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here actually wearing my Venom T-shirt. I thought he was going to say. <laughs> and there is a bit of that too. I was going to say you're looking down. And I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here wearing my Venom T-shirt, so no, I'm ready to go. Dead keen for this movie that may still may or may not exist, but you know, there's going to be a lot of superhero movies between now and then. Yeah, so you never know. We're getting in humans. Yeah, anything is possible. Yeah, and Venom's an actual popular character. I just hope that it's a uh, it's Venom and not Agent Venom. Hell, I'd even be happy for it to be Spider-Man and Venom versus Carnage. But the, the Venom movie that was going to be done was like a Venom origin and sort of the turn... From what I understood, it was supposed to be like the turning from the villain to the anti-hero. Yeah, right. And it was going to be like a very dark tone and all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, yeah, bring it on. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Eventually. Yeah. I'm confident they're going to mine the well. They're going to go to everybody. Yeah. Now that they've got these characters back, I just want to, I'm just looking forward to Civil War now. Yeah. Spidey, yeah, he was very, he was, because he's the one that unmasks himself to start the whole thing. Yep. Well, no. <laughs> Speedball and, and, um, and that lot accidentally blowing up 600 and something people, including 60 kids. That's what starts it. And then it sort of degenerates from there. Hulk's in Ragnarok. Hulk is in Ragnarok? Hulk is in Ragnarok. Okay. Begs the question, why? Um, of why not? <laughs> Those two do have some fun chemistry together. This is true. Yeah, no, it's if you're gonna do something with Hulk, we why don't why are we not just having Planet Hulk? Or World War Hulk. Because or... Universal still owns the distribution rights to Hulk on his own. Uh... That's why we don't have we don't why we don't have Hulk. Fair enough. Speaking of Lego, Big Bang Lego's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spotted that on the shelf a couple of weeks oh, last week. Yeah. And the minifigs look cool. Yep. And they've included everyone, the the four boys and the three girls. Yep. The rest of the set, fair ordinary. Because it looks like it's half of the living room. And nothing is cool. nothing is actually in the right place. I mean, no. I'd have to go back and look at it again, but to me it just yeah, no, like I watched everything the, was out of place. I watched the build of the video last night, and it, a uh, build of the video, a video of the build last night, and it, yeah, just, mm. it looks kind of fun to build because it's all intricate and putting stuff together. But when even the couch and the whiteboard don't fit on the diorama, you've got to set them off to the side. It's like, what is the point? Yeah. The only thing that I thought that might have interested you in it is that they've included the Green Lantern battery on the shelf in the back. <laughs> yeah. You know what, like I said, we're not getting from the designs, ideas, whatever they call it. One of the ones that went through and got the 10,000 supporters. Yeah. One simple phrase. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. They put forward a Golden Girls Lego set. <laughs> And you know what? It would have made a billion dollars. I'm just picturing the, the old... Yeah. Know. Yeah, it's the kitchen and the lounge room set. And the four of them <laughs> sit around and they're like the cheesecake on the table. Oh, wow. Yeah, didn't make it past review. Oh, that's a shame. I oh, know, I'm gutted. <laughs> but the fire station's coming. About time. I know, right? I, got ta- I must have got tagged in it four or five times when it got announced. <laughs> Whenever anything Ghostbusters or Back to the Future gets released, it was Back to the Future Day. We should be talking about Back to the Future, but we're not, because that was two weeks ago, and the time's passed. Yep. Um, demons and shit outside the house. Um, yeah, no Golden Girls Lego. But we're getting the fire station. I love the just that 
somebody actually thought about doing Golden Girls and then it got 10,000 supporters. Yeah. That's considering it's a show that finished more than 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, 23 years. It was 92. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. You know other shows that finished 10 years ago and have been running for 50 years that are coming back to the telly? You're not going to care. You're not going to care, but I care deeply. I'm not talking about the X-Files. Oh, this is, no, this is the... I know where he's going with this one. It's the new Star Trek series. Yeah, we get in track. Start of 2017 on the CBS subscription service. And you know what? You're right. I don't care, but I'm happy... <laughs> I'm happy for the for the Trekkies. Yeah. Because it is, in all honesty, it, yeah, it's a show that I'm not going to watch. But it's a show that has had so much influence and had been in so many iterations over the years. And then we've just had nothing for so long. We've had two films in ten years. Yeah. And, it's and a, they weren't even Star Trek films. They were Star Wars films. Which is why when people say, oh, I hope JJ does a good job. I say to people, well, he's already made two fucking Star Wars movies. Yeah. They just called them Star Trek to see if he could do it. Yeah. But yeah, no, Trek's coming back. No word on anything. It only got announced a couple of days ago. By nine o'clock in the morning, I'd been tagged in the post three times, had two private messages and a tweet. <laughs> do you know about this? I'm like, of course I fucking do. I spent two years hosting a Star Trek podcast. My daughter's named after a DS9 character and I've interviewed four or five Trek cast members. Yes, I know about this. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited as fuck and I was going to open with it, but I thought, I didn't actually see it on my list is what happened. <laughs> but no, I... Jumping back to the Star Wars films, I really do think, and there's general consensus, is that it's going to take the top, the number one of all time. Oh, yeah. It's going to, I mean, I know I said it about Guardians, and I never actually meant it. I think, it, um, what's it called? Force Awakens is going to do $2 billion. It's probably not going to be probably far. already done that. Well, it, oh, it broke the internet the day ticket sales went on. <laughs> Couldn't get on Reading Cinema's website anywhere. Oh, so the movie's still going to be there the next day. Right, but I... Hang on, where's the enthusiastic fanboy? I'm trying not to burp. Oh, I get to see Star Wars on the first day. Oh, I'm going to come out knowing who Kylo Ren is at midnight and no fucking's going to know. And then they're going to spoil it for everyone. Oh, yeah, nobody looked at Facebook for like, eh, what else have we got? We've got some, some stuff that we were talking about for X-Men Apocalypse that turned out to not be a real huge news. Oh, well, it, it was... The news was still there. It just wasn't the same the same association that I thought it was. Uh, yeah, no, go. Um, so there's... Talks that um, they're doing reshoots for X-Men Apocalypse that are going to feature uh, Wolverine. Um, he was been a glaring omission from all the trailers. He's been in every movie that has come around, even if it was just a cameo. Saying, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now they're talking about doing reshoots that include him, and it could be explaining what happens to him after Mystique picks him up from Days of Future Past, or it could be actual more bits and pieces like we've... Apparently, there was um, an alternate ending to the Wolverine that features the actual Wolverine costume. The the yellow and black, or the orange and brown. The um, yeah, the 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 brown and tan. Yeah, yeah. The original um, one. Yeah. Um, there's that in a chest, and you, it's the mask and the, the the gloves with the claw holes and the folded up vest. So, you know, it could all be a bunch of hooey, and he may not actually be in it, or it could be. You know, complete reshoots to, to completely feature him in the whole thing. Which, you know what? I think it's, they need to start testing some water to see if they can do it without him. Yeah. Because after the next Wolverine movie, he done. Yep. He is out. And I was reading an interview, actually, going to that vein. Um, fairly, a couple of weeks ago, they were talking about that he, they are still trying to get it out on the original schedule. But he's still not happy with the script. And he will not go into shooting until he's happy with it. So, because it is essentially at this stage, it's him calling the shots on it because it's it's 
It's his, a Wolverine movie. Yeah, He's Wolverine. It's his story. It's yeah. like that's it's actually him that came to the studio with the ideas for the for what he wanted to do, which kind of begs the question as to why the Wolverine was as ordinary as it was. No, they. Um, I mean, the Silver Samurai story could have been amazing, but so yeah, at this stage they still there is still wiggle room for it to to get the script right before they end up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the gap is closing. But essentially, he has said that if they don't get the script right, then it'll be delayed, and he doesn't get. And you know what? If they don't get that out within two years of the release of Apocalypse, because as far as I know, Fox have to do an X-Men-related movie every two years. Yeah, possibly. I'm pretty sure it's either two or three years. They've got to keep making these movies. That's why they pumped out Origins so quickly. Otherwise, the rights go back to Marvel, and then all our Christmases come at once. I think they're aiming for 2017. For Wolverine? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I can't remember the exact dates, but I'm pretty sure it was like mid to late 2017. So there is still time. Because Apocalypse is like May or something next year, isn't it? Yeah. May or June or something. There's, the full synopsis leaked online. Okay. I didn't read it. Yeah, no, I haven't read it. I don't want to know. Um, the new trailers that are going to drop soon, Brian Singer has said don't watch them because the Fox people are doing what Terminator Genesis did. Because Terminator Genesis in their trailers revealed the big spoilers. And, and the big plot twist in the trailer right. to get people's attention. And apparently the, ne- the new trailers that come out, he's seen them and they're going to do the same thing. And because the director's got no say over the trailer, that's marketing. Yep. Singer's going, no, don't watch them. So, okay. But no, I've, adop- I've very much adopted, yeah, the policy of I'll watch the first trailer for something. If it's something I desperately want to see, i.e. Star Wars, Spectre, which is out in like the UK now. I don't know when it drops here. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? It's yeah. It's um... not even a Bond guy, and you know this. I no, I heard him talking about it the other day. Uh, it may actually be next week. It's it's either the eleventh or the eighteenth, twelfth uh, or twelfth or nineteenth. You're right. I think it's the twelfth. I think it's next week. Yeah, cool. Um, um, speaking of X Men and all things X Men related, an actual segue. This last week was twenty third anniversary of the airing of Night of the Sentinels Part One, first episode of the animated series. Oh. Yeah, 23 years. Shit. Yeah. That would make perfect sense because I was in primary school. Yeah. As were you, and you might have been. You might have been in, in preschool. No, I was in kindergarten. Whoa. <laughs> uh, maybe. 92? Yeah. I in five. Something like that. Way to make us feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. 23 years since that came out. Can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Were it not for that show, I would have never read a comic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Yeah, that was my gateway. Wow. Yeah. Picture that, that you I, never read a comic. Uh, that I never what do you got think in... your life would be like? What do you think that would be filled with? Um, Actual books. Guns. <laughs> guns. guns. I'd be into, like guns and drugs and shit. I'd be... A... You'd have like moose heads on your wall. And... <laughs> moose heads. <laughs> because they run so rampant in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if anybody was going to find one though. <laughs> well, like, you know what? You never guess what I saw when I got off the train today. A fucking moose. <laughs> I like to kill shit. So. Excellent. All right, that's my list. Do you have any more nerdy things you need? Do you need to gush about Assassin's Creed anymore? No. You sure? Yep. This is your last chance because then we're <laughs> going to start talking about Scream. It's fine. Okay. I should. I was going to make a list of all the things I was going to talk about, but fuck it. Do you have anything else to add to the list before we go to Scream? No, I think I'm pretty good. Okay. All right. Scream. First one. 95. 95? 95 or 96, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching it on video when I was in year eight. Or was it 96? I don't know. I actually... The, like 9 or 10. Yeah. I think I actually saw it at the movies. I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one and the third one. 
Yeah, no, I think I, I think I actually saw the first one at the movies. I could be wrong. Uh, mine would have been just a sleepover. <laughs> the old sleepovers watching scary movies. Yep. 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 I've got a feeling that it may have actually been one that <laughs> it may have actually been one that Mum took me to because I was wasn't old enough to go and see it. <laughs> oh really? Well, it was, yeah. It was either that or lied about the age with the stepsister. One of the two. <laughs> or just snuck in, bought a ticket for something else, and just snuck into the other. Well, surprisingly enough, I never did that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I had to do it for the South Park movie. Oh wow! I was not missing out on seeing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um. I don't know if we actually got the first one at the movies in Foster. It's entirely possible we didn't, because we didn't get a lot of things. Yeah, cause... people in Foster were so bored, it would have just encouraged, like... <laughs> yeah, someone would have done copycat. Yeah. yeah, no, it was 96. Okay. It was 1996. I must have watched it on video in 97. You know, when it used to take six months for something to come out on video. Yeah. huge when it first came out. Oh, it was everywhere. Massive. And, you know, probably because it had something to do with, you know, the guy that was responsible for it, it was... For its time, you know, a, a, an amazing slasher flick. Mm. Well, I think half the thing was because it was, it was the return of the slashers because the slashers died in about 1988. I mean, they kept trying to limp along with like your Jason goes to hells and your mm. and your things, but by that point, because they'd gone to the well so many times, mm. slashers were done. About the only one that tried to start a new franchise up between sort of 1989 and 96 when it came out was Candyman. Yeah. Don't say it more than that. <laughs> what, Candyman? <laughs> Don't do it! <laughs> Candyman? Don't make me say Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> never seen it. What? Yeah, I've literally never seen Beetlejuice. Oh my god! Wow. But that is another story and shall be told another time. And you probably wouldn't get that reference. I don't understand that reference. Um, never ending story. Yeah? Book, not movie. Mm, oh, like, yeah, no, I've never read that, it. That actual book. That, that, that was the line that... I think, yeah, but jumping back to Scream, because I don't understand that <laughs> reference at all, is it the last line? Of the, fuck, the book doesn't matter. <laughs> this is not about the never-ending story. This is about Scream. Um, Which could be a never-ending story. Well, it fucking felt like it watching the TV show, but we'll get to that in a little while. Oh, it was a lot of work. Ended incredibly fucking very... In, that's, that's later. First one, written by Kevin Williamson, who at the time I used to get confused with Kevin Smith all the time. <laughs> I know I've met one of these two men. It's kind of different. Directed by Wes Craven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where I say, like, because of who it was who was responsible for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Once it started to go to shift to him being executive producer, it wasn't such a great that's thing. That's right. But, but when he was hands-on making the thing happen. Yeah. Because he, he directed the fourth one. Which, as we can say, we'll come back to it, but it explains why it wasn't as bad as two or three. No, it felt... Oh, two's all right. I like yeah, the second two, one. Two's okay. Because I watched them all back-to-back over the weekend. And three. Let's two's... I mean, two has its issues... You change a couple of things, like fucking the bit where she's climbing out of the fucking car, they've got to climb over him. Yeah. I'm sorry, no! <laughs> bad movie. Very bad you movie. you ever tried to, like, you know, stab people in cars? Maybe it's harder than what it looks. No, the fact that they did it without going, without doing the Scooby-Doo ending, let's see who you really are. <laughs> Old man withers! Yeah, she didn't try and unmask him and see who it was. She, just wasn't, to she, got, wasn't thinking. she, she got 20 metres down the fucking road and went, no, I've got to go back and see. Turns around, bastards fucking teleported. She was about to be killed. She was scared. Fucking 20 metres up to the fucking left. It's like, oh, he's, he was unconscious 10 seconds ago. I'm going to walk up this way. Oh, no, now he's teleported down the other side. He's going to stab the black best friend, which I'm sorry, unless she was going to be the killer, which was one of the original plans. Originally, there were going to be four. Right. Cotton, the black girl, um, Debbie Salt, 
Flash, Mrs. Loomis, and um, someone else, and um, boyfriend Derek. Right. Then that that leaked on the on the original internet. It's <laughs> like on MySpace or something. Yeah, no. Before that, it was on like a, it was like on a screen BBS or something. <laughs> they were talking about it in, a, in, a, in an IRC chat room. <laughs> like an ad on Napster or something. No, this is pre-Napster. This was 97, nice. 98. Oh, crap. When oh, the second yeah, one came out, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. then they changed that. It's like, you know what? The 10 people that had access to the internet, <laughs> two people would have given a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think, I've got no problem with Scream 2. Scream 2 works. I mean, this is not going to be a go through the movies in order. This is going to, let's just jump around and talk about the bastard. No. Um, yeah, Scream 2 is fine. As yeah. far as those sorts of sequels go, yeah, it's okay. No, it, it was definitely a, you know, a decent sequel. I mean, the, it... It had big shoes to fill because that first movie—it was a fucking game changer. Yeah, mm. I mean, but it was the first. Sorry, it, it was. A, it was a, like it had a brilliant concept, like the idea of it being self-aware. It was almost it, it, the word—the word of the the moment is meta. And it was, it was a horror movie where you had the horror fanatics talking about the rules of horror and how it applied to the whole situation. Can we talk about the show yet or no? Yeah, go for it. Oh well, that's what I didn't like about the show. Was the fact that when the movies did it, it was fun and kind of quirky and it didn't take itself too seriously. And then the show did the exact same recipe of the first movie with the kids sitting in the classroom trying to make a big deal of how horror movies... How far did you get through the show? I got up to about episode three or four, I think, until I just went... That's where it starts to fall down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's... The the show itself was extremely laborious. Mm. It was very hard work until the final two episodes. The final two episodes was... Full on, it mm. had plot twists, although I thought they were going to go with the Scream 1 ending where they had the, the people getting fake injured. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Only to have the big reveal that they were part of it all along. And yeah. then they didn't, and then they did. And yeah. It was, it, yeah, the last two episodes of that show were worthy of being in the same franchise. Yeah. Up to that point, forget it. Series, series will come back to that. That's a whole other thing that will come to did it a bit. Did you get a series? Yeah, season two renewed. Is it, oh. And given that ending, yeah, because yeah, that's a relative. Well, it's a relatively new show. Anyway, um, yeah, first one, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, mm. to the point where like Drew Barrymore's in this new horror movie, and Drew Barrymore dies seven minutes in. Yeah, he does. And the dude in that, like the killer, the dark haired killer, not the one that's Shaggy, the other one. Uh, Skid Orridge. I think so. Anyway, yeah. he was so hot back in the day. He didn't age well. Just an FYI. Well, he was gonna <laughs> be. He was gonna be the next big thing, and was in nothing. Yeah. Well, he, which is sad, because he was really good, really good in Scream, but yeah. he probably just spent all his money on drugs and disappeared. He's been in a few bits and pieces recently, but nothing that I can think of that's really noteworthy. That was basically just him and Edward Furlong just hanging out. Pretty much. I mean, we were 90s icons, now we're not. Yep. Yeah, no, Because Skeet was, he was in that, he was in The Craft, he was, yeah. Was he? I'm sure it was Skeet that was in The, in the Craft. Billy was in the craft. No, I wonder that someone made maybe looks like him. Wasn't he? The, wasn't he the one that got obsessed? Maybe talk amongst yourselves. I haven't seen the craft. What? How are you a nineties kid that's never seen the craft? I don't know how I missed that one. Or maybe I did see it. and I just don't remember it all. We didn't bring in that link. Which one? Travis Five, Jamie Kennedy. Of course. Speaking of segues, <laughs> so, since, since we're talking amongst ourselves, yeah, um, yeah, Jamie Kennedy was just the high point of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely him. Yeah, Skid Orange and Craft. I was not imagining things. No, killing Randy in the second one, biggest mistake they made. Mm. You know who they should have killed off? Dewey or Gale? Gale. 
should have yeah. ki- should have killed Gail off if they're going to kill off one or two because Dewey Dewey was fun. You know, yeah, now, he was fun. You know what I noticed about Dewey? We watched them all back to back. First one, yeah, I'm good. Second one, oh, limp, limp, yeah. limp. Third one, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> limp was gone. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth, like, oh, he sort of had the occasional hobble. Fourth one, no, I'm fucking sprinting around. <laughs> I'm the head sheriff of the town. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it really had a low point. But yeah, killing off Jamie Kennedy. I mean, the way they brought him back into it. Oh, it was such a reach. I actually found that like kind of clever. It's like, hey, we've got some footage of him. Yeah. And he, he's, he's still he's still just obsessing over the rules. Yeah. And he knew he was going to get topped because yeah. of his he's own like, rule structure. He's like, this is during... And he actually said, this is during... You recorded it during the second one. Yeah. I think it got a little bit meta when he was having that conversation with, um, Dewey, with, yeah, with Dewey. He mentioned someone. Yes, her. And then, yeah. That was a bit silly. Yeah. But the other thing is, they're in Hollywood. The sister traveled the whole way. Put the fucker in the post. Don't just turn up on a film set with a videotape. Yeah. But you know what? For Screen 3, that means that the Screen universe and the Jay and Silent Bob universe, everything happens in the same fucking thing because Jay and Silent Bob were in Screen 3. True. Yeah. yeah. So that means dogma happens in the same universe as Screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of weird doing that. But what you can't see here is, is I'm thinking about this and just... The, the, eye the, right started, eye's twitching. the eye started twitching and it's just like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really think it through. Like, yeah. But then in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they go to the set of filming Scream 9. Yeah, true. Yeah. And it's the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen Jay and Silent Bob either. Oh, wow. Um, my copy signed by Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, is it? Yeah. First one was phenomenal. So I just want to keep talking about the first one because mm. it's the best one. I just remember every Halloween... Or just any any party, someone would always come with one of the masks on. I've got two of them. Yeah, but the implications that are kind of creepy, like somebody yeah. turning up looking like, you know, a high school yeah. person that turned around to have all these friends. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. But yeah. everyone was just like, that's cool. Yeah, no, good job. So, yeah, first one, the problem was people who have never really watched them as they came out, they go back and they watch screaming like, oh, yeah, everything is like that. Yeah, now. Mm. It was the first one to really be that self-referential thing. It's like nobody in a horror movie's ever seen a horror movie until this, until this franchise rolled along. Yeah, and that's that's what made it unique and that's what made it clever. And it's as you say, it, it reinvented the wheel. It was, yeah, and then pretty much everything then followed it from there. Yeah, which is I mean, which is the problem when something comes along as a game changer. It's like when all the slasher movies came along and they went from being. Yeah, it's that's what happens. Like you get a run of things. Mm. Like we had a that that studio had a real good success with Scream. Let's make I still know what you did last summer. Mm. Uh, Once again, to be fair, first one was good. To be fair, Sarah Michelle Gellar dies in both Scream Two and I know what (laughs) you did last summer. (laughs) Yeah, you know know the problem with using Sarah Michelle Gellar in a horror movie as a victim cannot take it seriously because it's like I'm sorry, I've watched you for seven years kick the shit out of everything. Yep. And you've been you've just been killed by a person. Yep. With a knife slash hook slash whatever. Well her her presence in Scream 2 was completely superfluous. She turns up as an Omega Beta Zeta or whatever the fuck she was. Yeah. She has one conversation with roommatey person, gets stabbed and thrown off a fucking balcony. I think she was probably in there for the same reason that Drew Barrymore was in there for the first one. Oh, yeah. He, here's here's someone famous. Watch him die quick. Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller is on nowhere near the level of Drew Barrymore. No. But 
Same. At the time, though, it was Buffy. So yeah, same, yeah. But, but same Similar sort of theory. Hole, like, Drew Barrymore, she's awesome. She's let's give a billion top billing credits to get everybody in. Hey, she's dead. Yeah. Well, you know Heather Graham's in Scream too. Yes. Heather Graham is in Scream yeah. too. Heather Graham plays um, Drew Barrymore's character in Stab. Oh wow, that's mm. Heather Graham. Okay, yeah. I do remember that when I was rewatching it, going, I think I know who that is. Yeah, it was then, Heather Graham. Yeah. This is thing with the second one though. What nitpick I've always had: they work out the Stephen Orth, Maureen Evans, and the Casey the Casey Becker connection, and it's like once the protagonists work out the pattern, the killer stops doing it. Because they were repeating the Woodsboro pattern by killing people with the same names as happened in the first movie. So like this whole big thing with the chalkboard and they're doing the thing. But as soon as like Gail, Dewey and the cop work it out, suddenly the killer stops doing it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah that, that was always very jarring. i tell you what is one of the highlights of that second film, though, for me. Laurie Metcalf. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because like... she's the one character you do not suspect the whole way through. Yeah, she's. You see her what for thirty seconds in the whole movie. Oh, and sorry, ten seconds here. So just being a Gail fangirl. Yeah, and then she just, and then she gets the big reveal, and it's and Sydney recognizes her straight away. Yeah, and when you go, you go. She never went anywhere near Sydney. Yeah, throughout the f- the first bit of the film, because like when she comes in, like Mickey's doing his whole thing, and we'll get to Mickey in a minute. Um, yeah, she's doing. He's doing his whole thing. It's like I did it with help. He's my partner. Gail walks through the door, and there's that sort of two-second freak, and it's like, oh, yes. And then it's like, here she is with the gun, and she's like, Mrs. Loomis? It's like, Debbie Salt doesn't exist. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think of all the people that came back, though, for, like, all the killers that tried it again, Mickey had the best logic. The one that wanted to get caught and go through the trial. Yeah. That's all he wanted. He's like, yeah, it's all about the spectacle. Fucking let's do it. As opposed to angry brother, jilted cousin... No, fuck all of that noise. He's just like, it's good. The trial's gonna rock. Yeah. And yeah. and then she shoots him. Yeah. Yeah, you've always got these big convoluted yeah. ideas for for justice. For you're you're my half-sister from something that we didn't know about that they thought was going to work really well and was shit. And this is your fault because you had this life and I didn't and blah, 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 blah. But Sydney was the biggest serial killer in that whole series. She, well, she, yes. She, oh, God. <laughs> By like a third one, she was just this gun shooter. And this is where I quite often come to the fact that one of two things needed to happen in Scream 3. Yeah. Leave, leave Scream 4 aside. In Scream 3, one of two things needed to happen. She needed to cop it ten minutes in like Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Or she needed to be the killer. Yeah. yeah. She needed to have, like, she's killed so many people. Yeah, I and, was waiting for that to happen. And been attacked so many times that she just has a fucking mind snap. And she is the killer. Because that... That ending of that third movie. Oh, so that... sickly. So and all was well. Yeah. Like the end of the fucking Harry Potter books. Yeah. Just, she's all, she's finally exercised her demon. She opens up the, the gates to herself. She symbolically goes, opens the gates. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I get the happy endings in hor- in horror movies, but that was just over the top. Because... I think she was originally supposed to either be the victim or the killer in the third one. And then Neve Campbell cracked it and went, I'm not talking about it. Would make, it was the only thing that really made sense, I thought, that it would be her. And I always watch those movies and think, that would be so much cooler if it was. Do you know I just realised? Do you know what else good came from the Scream series? Scary movie! Because the first... Have you seen them, haven't you? The scary movies? 
The funny ones. The first two. There you go. Yeah, well, that was all. The first one was all based on Scream. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's good. The second one's okay. Oh, the rest of them are crap. They have their moments. Yeah. Well, that's what you could I mean, same thing could be said about Scream 3. You think maybe that's why Cotton Weary gets killed off in the first 10 minutes? You think Liga Shriver's read the script and gone, I'm contracted, but no. Yeah. (laughs) You can write this shit, but I ain't doing it. (laughs) Like him and the girl from Melrose getting killed 10 minutes in. And I'm sorry, the fucking magic voice box in the third one? Dick off. The the, the voice modulator that's got every bastard's voice in it. Oh, yeah. And you can talk into it and it sounds like the person if you're on the other side of a door. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, the third... You know what? Let's just rag the third one for a bit. (laughs) It's fucking shit. I... And we've, we've had this discussion, and you, uh, we, this is probably our biggest point of contention. Is, the, is this the fax machine? The fax machine. The, the, I really, I actually really love that whole scene where they're standing around. The only thing that didn't get to me is that perhaps they should have smelled the gas a lot quicker than they did. But just the inventiveness of the killer, like, actually sending them the faxes. Yep. Now, fax kids is this little piece of paper that has messages on them that get sent through the phone line. And if you've ever heard the sound of a dial-up modem, it used to sound like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really inventive. But like the fax it's is coming true. through. The fax is, is coming through one line at a time. Yeah. And then it's just the the, the power goes out part way through. They like, they lose their lights, and and so they're forced to use the lighter. Right about the time, and the, the last page from, comes through and says, The killer will show mercy to the one that smells the gas. Yeah. Kaboom! And they all get wiped out. But they didn't. They killed one person during that sequence. Yeah. But you know what, though? Throughout that, I mean, in sort of the first half of the first movie, it's almost plausible that Ghostface was doing the things he was doing, because it was two of them. Yeah. It explains how kind of how he'd get around so quickly. The second one, fucker starts to teleport. Third one, he's so prepared for everything, that bastard was fucking Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Batman was the real killer. That would not surprise me. <laughs> but no, he was literally prepared for any and every eventuality, no matter how far-fetched it might have seemed. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no, that, you know what, though, re-watching it, that fact bit is kind of tension, is like the only bit of tension in that whole film. Yeah. It's like, Jenny McNovak's getting killed after two scenes. Fuck her off. Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yep. Okay, she's in it, briefly. Blink and you miss it. Yep. I mean, even fucking... Oh, what's he... I love him. Bishop. Lance Henriksen. Uh, yep. He's in it and they don't yeah. use him. That's mm. right. At all. He's like the creepy producer guy who's just there to be creepy. Yeah. Well, they're, they're probably there to have some level of suspicion thrown on him because he's creepy. Yeah. Even if, even if it's not for the cast members, for the audience to think, oh, he's creepy, he must be up to something. Yeah, well, that's I don't right. think you actually ever suspect him, though, really. He is just, Weird like creepy. Said, just... Yeah. Because like in, fir- in the first two, you have a lot of fun trying to figure out who it is and why. In the third one, you really don't care. Mm. It's like you're just wanting everybody to die. Yeah. As it, did you know? Did you ever notice? And I only noticed this from watching the four of them back to back. In the first movie, Gail Weathers is her own strong, completely independent character. Mm. Yep. By Scream 4, she's playing Monica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's Monica Geller in a serial killer situation. Pretty much. Because, yeah. yeah, she was relying... And, and they made Dewey dumber as well. Yeah. Oh, but he was... They were so awkwardly hilarious in the first one, though. Yeah, in the and first so, one. Yeah. I don't think we They spend... did make Dewey dumber, actually, because it became a thing, you know. He became the comedy relief. Yeah. It. So they yeah. really made him the comedy relief. It was like relief. the bit where they... Where the, the, um, they had Gail and Dewey tied up, and the way that 
that he got Dewey was he threw the knife at him. He just went, oh, no, he's going to get stabbed. And the butt of the knife hits him in the back of the head and knocks oh, him out. That was the fourth in the third one. Yeah. Yeah. As I, I saw that one at the movies as well. I, I saw remember, that one. I just remember this gasp go through the, the cinema as you think he's about to cop it between the shoulder blades or in the back of the head. Yeah, in the back of the head, all right, just with the butt of it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. They should have... There is no way those three characters should have survived all four of those movies. No. Then again, three should have been effectively what four tried to be. Yeah. Three shouldn't have even... I mean, I get they'd like, yeah, let's add something new to it. But I'll tell you what, when they started talking about how she'd had this life out in Hollywood, I went with my flatmate at the time. I turned and went, she had a baby. He's the killer. He's like, that's stupid. I'm like, eh, you watch. <laughs> and yeah, and then I just went back to watching the movie and I didn't think any movie. He's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I took a punt. I never thought it was going to be the director. It's not a good film. <laughs> the third one, I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I'm sitting here as we talk about it, the only good bit, and you're right, is that bit with the tension when they're in the house. Mm. But the no. worst bit is, all these people that are supposed to have seen horror movies still don't act like they've seen horror movies. They talk about it, but they don't do it. I think that's supposed mm. to be the joke mm. in the first one. Like when Sydney's on the phone to him, are you kidding? It's always some big-breasted girl who's always running up the front, up, up the stairs when she should be running out the front doors. It's insulting. Then as soon as she gets attacked, where does Sydney go? Straight up the stairs. Where do these stairs go? They go up. But at least she had the contingency plan with the... The two doors. So at, at least she was a little bit smarter about it. Well, this... And you know the, the cleverest thing about the first one? They made no secret of the fact that Billy was the killer. You yeah. suspected him the whole yeah, way fucking yeah, through. Did. And then he got killed and it's like, oh, it's not him! And he comes tumbling down the stairs and he stands up, we all go a little mad sometimes, blam, oh shit, it is him. Yeah. Well done, movie! <laughs> As opposed to in the third one, ha, it's the director! Tell you what, though, give the director this much, him on his own. Yeah. In every other one, there's been two of them. Yep. Especially the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do four. You haven't seen four, have you? No, I haven't seen four. All right, well, you just have a nap. <laughs> like he did the other night during D&D. Shut yeah, up. That was adorable. I will, I'll try and take part in this. I have seen the fourth one, but I have only seen it once. Yep. And it was a little while ago. I, I have not gone back and rewatched it since. What year was it made? Uh, 2008 or nine or something. Yeah, right. yeah, it wasn't that long ago. It was, yeah. Might have even been later than that. Mm. Maybe ten? At, at, ten at the latest. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel nobody needed or wanted. I was going to say, I remember it coming out and I was just like, no, not after the third one. Yeah, no. it's. I want to say it's better than the third one because it goes back to Woodsboro and goes back to its roots. Yeah. A lot of the execution in the fourth one, excuse me now, fucking hiccups, is as piss poor as in the third one. I do like, though, that they tried to do a soft reboot and then the fact that they acknowledged that it was a remake of the original. Yeah. Like the whole way through, they're like, here's the remake rules. I'm like, oh, yep. Finale's going to be at the party. And then there it was. You know the worst thing about the fourth one? They kill Hayden Panettieri. Well, she's in, it. In, all she... her, in all her manly glory. In oh, that she, was all, she was awesome in that movie. She, she may have been awesome, but I, I'm sorry. She looked like a dude. Yeah, because they had to do something to get her away from being the cheerleader. That's true. Yeah, she, she had the lovely butch haircut. Yep. i tell you what, though. The, the multiple yeah, openings. It was like, here's somebody watching Stab 6. Here's Anna Paquin watching Stab 7. And it just kept escalating. And that was... That set the tone for how silly the film was actually going to be. Yeah. It was like at the end where they ended up killing the cousin with the fucking defrib paddles to the head? <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. There is no way that little girl could have done half the things that killer did. And she had the fucking weedy looking emo dude with her as the killer? 
I'm sorry, no. Yeah. That said, I still like the fourth one more than the third one. Oh yeah, because it's closer to it's closer to <laughs> that's right. It's closer to Scream than Scream Three. Yeah. There's not really much to say about the fourth one other than, again, Dewey being completely inept. I'm sorry, anybody who was by that point that inept at his job that his wife tells him what he can and can't do? Should not be the... Should not be the sheriff. Yeah. The little blonde piece who was his sidekick, who was doing all the actual work, fucking Velma? (laughs) She was good, but yeah. No, it's just... So much... Yeah, considering all that Dewey had lived through, yeah, he... Yeah. You'd think he'd be like Rambo or something by the end of it. Well, that's right. But the other thing is, though, by the time it gets to Scream 4 and Sydney's still getting her ass kicked, I'm sorry, you've survived this shit three times. You're going to go and do some fucking Screamer or Crab Maga classes or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although, to be fair, given that she, you know, the way that Scream 3 ended, with all these happy, happy... Yeah, let's open went, the gates and open myself back up, yeah. Yeah, she probably isn't expecting to be to be attacked again Really? That said, if you've, su- if you've survived it that many times, you're going to have some PTSD and some paranoia. Yeah. Which I think, this is... <sighs> Which once again could have opened the doors for her being the killer in the fourth one, but... Or the third one. And that's the way you, you run it, because... But she could have lost, like, a leg or an arm. They could have replaced it with, like, a, you know... Hook. Yeah. Machine gun. <laughs> Come this, on! This is, not, this is not Sharknado. <laughs> she fun. is not Tara Reid. <laughs> oh, neither is Tara Reid anymore. dead, either? <laughs> I was going to go to the chainsaw, but that's... <laughs> Completely different story. No, I think as far as the, as far as remakes and sequels and shit go, I think the Halloween remakes got it right with the sequel of that. Mm. Have you seen? You haven't seen them, have you? Uh, we, uh, the, the Rob Zombie ones. Yes, I, well, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Right in the second one, she is fucked up. Mm. She survived this trauma. She is fucked in the head. Okay, she's like gone through all this psychological shit, and there is no way there. I mean, there was this bit where Sydney's living out in the middle of nowhere as a grief counselor. Yeah, I get that she's doing the whole women's support grief counsellor thing, but how does the killer A, find her, B, call her, C, turn up at her house? Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't turn up at the house. That's the dream. I remember that bit. Yeah. Which one was that in? Three. Oh, that's the third one. That's in the third one, yeah. I think I've yeah, seen she, a bit at the start of the She's listed under a completely different name. Yep. Mm. She's running an over-the-phone grief support service because she basically does not leave her compound. <laughs> yep. But he still manages to, to contact her and harass her and... She's not safe anywhere. And use the mother's voice through the modulator. I'm sorry, how do you get the voice of someone who's been, by that point, been dead for 15 years? Yeah. Oh no, by like four or five years. And it's not just going to be from those three films. You're not just going to be able to pull voice grabs from those. I like the idea of using other people's voices, but no. Just no. Just remember, Mm. a lot of people that watched those movies at the time were like teenagers. I was a teenager. That's what I mean. And back then you wouldn't have looked that much into it. Didn't. Yeah. We're all just like, whoa, this is cool. But then you grow up and watch them and you're like, oh, this is so lame. I did, yeah. No, the, the, as far as Scream 3 went, like, even at the time, it was, just, and that's why I've never gone back and watched it again. Is even at the time, I thought it was absolute garbage. Didn't even watch it for the podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> I took one for the team. I watched three. Well, I didn't. I had three on while I was, what was I doing? D&D prep. Yeah, no, I, I spent most of my spare time with the TV series. Yeah. Which is probably... A good segue into it. Yeah, probably a good enough segue into it. Um, four, worth a look. If you if you don't even bother with three, you can watch one, two, and four as a trilogy. Yeah. That's a, that's a good estimation, actually. Because yeah. there's nothing in three that directly impacts four. No. I don't even think they reference it. Mm. Which is, you know, probably a good thing. TV series. Go. 
Um, eight episodes of garbage with two episodes of actually, you know, really good, almost, almost to the same level of quality as the original Scream. I think I, like, I might like the show a little bit more than you did, by the sounds of it. The first, the first episode was exciting because it was the whole hype again. Of, yep, Scream's back. Yeah, and the the kills were good, and even though but the it, fucking mulching buzzsaw fucking. Tree cutting thing that cuts old oh, mate's head down the middle. Yeah. No, that was good. I mean, they're, they're, they're that, that was the point where you go, you know what? You're not Jason. Calm down. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I don't even... I don't remember what it was. The kills were good in the first episode. Yeah. And they were exciting. The kills were good in the in all the episodes that I saw. It just... I think because it aired on MTV, yeah. it was aimed at a very specific group. Yeah. And the show felt like it was aimed at this very specific group. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know whether it actually... Aired on MTV it did, because it, it was did. it was billed as being an MTV production, mm. but then when I was watching it, it was actually a Netflix original. So it's actually a Netflix series, not an MTV. It's an MTV a Netflix series produced by MTV, not an MTV series. Well, see the versions I watched because I had to watch, I had to obtain the last half of the season when I wasn't allowed to use Netflix anymore because I didn't pay my bill. <laughs> yep, thirty-two years old, still can't add up. Um, yeah, had the had all the MTV promos all through it. Okay, so maybe because yeah, because um, I thought that too. Because when yeah, I was actually sitting watching it, and it was actually in the credits, like as it started, a Netflix original series. Yeah, right. And then because you watched it on Netflix, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And it was Aussie Netflix; it's not even Netflix proper. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, I, yeah, um, I think my biggest problem with it and. It was right from the get-go, because I think I messaged you as I was watching the first episode. Yeah. And it's it's not Ghostface. Like, the mask is not mm. Ghostface. Yeah. And it's completely disenfranchised from everything else. Correct. It has... It's an absolute reboot. Yeah. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't seen it yet, it has nothing to do with any of the events of the, of the original movies. There's no Woodsboro. There's no Dewey. There's no Gale. Yeah. There's no Sydney. It is a completely... Separate. It's scream in name only. Yeah, effectively. Other than that, they're self-referential. Yeah, and, and there's a mask. the mask kind of looks like Ghostface. They've tried to make it look similar without it being the same. And yeah, but other than that, it's nothing to do. And I that once I accepted that and just watched it for what it was, I think that's when I started to get into the mystery of it. Yeah, the the mystery aspect was actually really entertaining, but it was the only thing that kept me going. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I was probably a little bit hard on it to start off with. It, I would say probably the last four episodes. Yeah, but the, it, it very when, much dips in the middle. Yeah, well, I didn't from the get go. I found it just tiresome. I could, I struggled to get through it. I think it starts well. Yeah, I didn't even give it that. You're right. I, I did not start to enjoy it until the end. And real, and realistically, the only reason I watched the series is because of what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I forced myself to get through it. And once it hit sort of episode six or seven, when the mystery was in full peak, and that's when I started really getting into it. And the last, yeah, the last two episodes was worthy of being a movie on their own. Yeah. Because, I mean, the big difference being that it's, other than the fact that it's not connected at all... Is the actual backstory, which was fascinating, mm. with old matey with the elephant titers or whatever they call it, yeah, coming back, and I had him pegged as Emma, the main girl's father, that it was he was actually going to be her father. Yeah, fuck, I was close. Finally, weren't far off. Yeah, with him being the father of the the actual killer. Yeah, 
Um, the problem was, though, I didn't care about all bar about two of the characters. The girl from Arrow. Yep. The bi-curious girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the nerdy guy. Yep. And the podcast girl. Yeah. Even the main girl. Oh, and the coroner. The main girl's mum. Yeah. She was interesting. Other than those four sort of core characters. Yeah, the main girl was really ordinary. That's, I think, why I stopped watching. I yeah. was like, I don't want and to the, hear her. And the best friend as well. The blonde best friend. The, the slutty chick. Yeah. Oh, she was a, the one that went in the freezer and should have died. Yeah. Because like, he chucks her in this freezer that's not a freezer because you can stick a knife through it. I thought it was just like a lockbox or something. No, he turned it on and it was a freezer. Anyway, he's cutting these holes in it. And I'm like, oh, he's going to pick this box up. He's going to hurl her in the pool and it's going to slowly fill up and she's going to drown. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Didn't. Just turn the freezer on and then she survived. Yeah. Probably wasn't it. She was, realistically, though, the freezer was off, so it would have taken time for it to cool yeah. down. Yeah. And she was only in there for like an hour or two. I'm not even that. Yeah. So... You want to talk about the cop? One of the best death scenes I think I've seen in the Scream franchise. One of the best, best, one of the most realistically plausible, gruesome death scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are others that are better from the Final Destinations that are just ridiculous. Yeah. But this one, it was plausible. I can't need to see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Right now, <laughs> you'll pause the recording. We'll come back to no. I'll find I'll find a clip of it and I'll show you later. Yeah, because um, I've seen worse. No, but it was no. It's just oh, no, no, no. It's cool in that it was brutal cool, and realistic because he's they've got him tied to a tree. The killer's grabbed him and he's beat him up a bit. And yep. The cop is tied to the tree. They start untying him mm-hmm. around the waist. Rope comes off his stomach. The only thing holding his insides oh, in is the rope. Is the rope, and it was yeah, yeah, and yeah it spilled out, and, and so yeah. So they, the, the coroner there, who was the main chick's mum, was like doing this mad scramble, trying to get his guts off. back in, and it was yeah, because you don't see it coming, but you will now. Um, and then it cuts away, cool. and, and yeah, he was oh he dead. Say, he was just basically kept alive so that she would kill him in trying to save him. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's some saw shit right there. Yeah. Oh, the kill. That's cool. It's. Actually, yeah, it's kind of, it's very different to the Scream. It's, yeah. If it wasn't called Scream, it was called something else, you, mm. we probably wouldn't be anywhere near as harsh on it. Yeah. Because it actually is quite a good standalone series if it was called something else. But it wouldn't have had the hype and it wouldn't no. have had the audience. And... I think the problem was it was too similar to Scream in, that it's, in its elements to work and too different from Scream to work. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Either be less like it or more like it. Not that sort of weird... Because the killer definitely had a, a little bit of saw going on. Yeah, it definitely had some jigsaw happening. Yeah, that, um, as you say, the thing with the, the thresher. Yeah, the thresher, that's the word I was looking for. Um, where it, but she trips the... Yeah. There was a lot of the killer setting things up <laughs> for other people to do the dirty work. Yeah. Which I think in a TV series drawn out works. Mm. Yeah, because that was what I couldn't get my head around with just watching the first few episodes. I was like, how can you... Draw like I don't want to see this drawn out. I want to see this now. Well, after like the, the story, and the first couple of episodes try to be scream to get everybody's attention, but then the tone very like not so much the tone, but like the execution very much changes, and it does become this sort of mystery almost as you said. I haven't even thought about it, like a saw light mm. on telly situation. It actually works quite well, yeah. but the mystery of trying to work out who the guy is, what everybody's connection to the killer is. But there's there's still a lot of the the cliche that you would expect. So as I said to you the other day, like the early on where she has to make the choice as to who lives or dies. Oh, the the Asian girl and the and the, the slutty skylight. Best yeah, yeah. The slutty best friend's fucking the teacher. And... Yep. And then oh, that's yeah. 
and then in the in the final episode or the final two episodes, there's a whole lot of very much what they did in Scream with you know the teasing of fake deaths yeah. and all sorts of stuff to like to take add to add suspicion to and take suspicion from and the whole face off with how can you think you, I could actually be doing this? Here's here's my gun if you, you yeah know, if you don't think you can trust me da 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 da. There's a lot of cliche. It's still. Those last two episodes just had so much tension in them. So the second season is going to be like a continuation? There's a thing that happened... the promo. I did see the promo. The promo was mostly just clips from the first one, talking about how it's coming. Right. But they haven't shot it or anything yet, but they're like, coming, season two, and it cuts to the clip of the nerdy guy going, man, I'm so going to die. Yeah. And, yeah, but something that happens at the very end of the last episode that you don't even think about... Because there's a bit where the actual kill... I'm going to go back and cut out the bit where I spoil who it is, because I feel really bad about that now. Oh, no, but someone spoiled it for me and didn't feel bad about it, so... Yeah, but you're not one of my listeners that I give a shit about. Oh, yeah, righto. It wasn't I, you spoiled it. I love you all. Um, <laughs> the very the very ending of... <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Corner, the show where the points are made up and the rules don't matter. Um, <laughs> wait, no, that was who's line. Anyway, Scream 4. No, Scream the TV series. There's a bit where the actual killer gets attacked. Mm-hmm. The person who turns out to be the killer cops an attack. Oh, I was gutted. I thought said person was dead. Yep. And I was like, no, not that person. And it turned out that one's... Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, that was a twist. Yeah. And then the, after that person gets dispatched, it's like... And somebody says, well, how did that attack happen? And it's like, holy shit, how did that happen? And, and then, then you get the reveal. And then you get the reveal of who was actually helping this person. It's like, bring on season two. Fucking uh, yes. I feel like so, it's been spoiled now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Bummer. Yeah, I'd still, it's definitely... So, worth... spoilers, it does go. It have, does have the screen cliches that they were too, but they weren't really directly working together no. like they were in the original. Yeah, because there's no big reveal. I mean, because obviously they need to do it for a second season, but the person that was real to be helping the killer was, you go, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, no, bring on season and, two. And it yes. Pretty much breaks all the cliches. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Standard, standard horror slash of cliches pretty much out the window. It's great. Mm, I liked it. Um, yeah, it's like the, oh, I tell you what, though, what you were saying with the fake out kills, when it looked like the killer was going to stab the bicurious girl, and I'm not saying that to be rude, that's what they call her the whole way through. Because her, yeah. her and the nerd call themselves superheroes, bicurious and the virgin. Yeah. And yeah, they go to kill her. Audrey was the character's name. Yes. Sin from Arrow. They go, the killer just like goes to stab her, and then it cuts to black to an ad break, and it's like, she's not dead. Mm. There's no way she didn't she didn't survive that unless you see the knife going in. Yeah, you're not dead. Um, yeah, even even if you're fucking Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> Which weirdly, the way that it looked, because the way the knife was coming down, I thought I, I thought very much the same. She's not dead, but it certainly looked like it shoulder. Was, it looked like it was going through the shoulder, not just a nick to the arm. Mm. That was a little. A little bit odd. Mm. Yeah, the, there was so many people that could be... It was almost like one of those, everyone's a suspect. Well, it really was, though. They actually actually used that line at one point, because they were talking about the links to one of the people, and they said, well, that pretty much makes everyone a suspect. Yeah. And there's everyone but you, and there's a well, of course I'm a suspect, I'm the one that talks about the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's definitely, I mean... As I say, it sits in that sort of void where it's too much and not enough. Like, Scream at the same time. Mm. I think if they tried to tie it in anymore, I don't think it would have worked even as well as it did. But any less than you say, it doesn't have the hype and the connection to it. Yeah. I mean, they could have done the whole thing where it was 20 years after Woodsboro and sort of set it around the time that Scream 4 was set and make Scream 4 be Scream 3. Yeah. Yeah, but it's 
done. Like, yeah. that was all done. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Perfect Blob. Because yeah. that's essentially what this one was. It was 20 years... After like, a massacre. After a massacre, but, like, obviously completely unrelated. Yeah. But... They could have done that and made it 20 years after Woodsboro. Yeah. Either Woodsboro original yeah, well, or see, Woodsboro. I was trying to look for connections with the first couple of episodes. That's why I was like, well, this is different. Because it was called Scream. So I was looking for that. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. Then, there are none. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's well. now I'll know to stop looking when I'm watching it. But yeah, that's what I was looking for. And the mask wasn't the same. And I was like, okay, maybe they're doing a different twist. And then the whole backstory. I was like, what? Who is this woman? She's the most interesting character on in the show. Well, she was, because she's the one that well, the killer is linked to. Yeah. I picked up that much. Yeah. Well, that's, that's said in the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> that version of that song that keeps popping up all the way through. Which one? Daisy Daisy. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. It was almost, it's almost as creepy as, as Ultron with um, There Are No Strings On Me. Oh, it's more effective than Ultron. Oh. Because there's no humour to it. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. You know... Daisy, Daisy, no, no, no. Well, yeah, they do a really fucking creeped out version. I'll try and find it on YouTube. I might even try and find it for the closing music. Spoilers. Um, yeah, no, it's. I, I really, I thought the series was probably better than three. I'll say it again. Not hard. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I think you, you, they could have even done. I'm just trying to think of how it could have tied in without being that much different. Really, unless well, yeah. is it like. The easy tie-in would have been to have made it the anniversary of, of like twenty years after Woodsboro, rather than twenty years after this new event. Yeah, you know, you could have made it twenty years after Billy Loomis and and, and, Stu and, Stu, and yeah. just go have their spree, and that would have been enough of a tie-in. But I suppose then you would have been looking for other clues as to people being related to them, and you, you yeah. would have been waiting for people. That you would have been waiting, waiting for, for Gail and Sydney and Dewey. Yeah, I tell you what, though, they would have got Narket. If they if they had a ring, oh, David, yeah. I can't said come do the show. It'd be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Given that he's, I've seen him doing guest spots on game shows recently. There's because they got divorced, didn't they? Yeah, completely random segue. Just because we're talking about Arquette and him being there for the opening of an envelope. Uh, there's this new show that new game show that on Fox. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a minute to like what? Oh, he's going to turn up for anything, including the opening of an envelope. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's this new game show that's running on Fox called The Name Game. Okay. Um, and yeah. him and does Angela Lang Langsing about it? Yeah, does Jessica Lang sing about it? That's from American Horror Story. Yeah, it's the Celebrity Name Game. Oh Jesus Christ! So it's just all about celebrity names, but they get two teams of two like not like everyday people and a celebrity. And this particular episode, they must they must still be on really good terms because you had Courtney Cox and David Arquette were the two celebrities. Right. Because they are both producers of this show. Right. And so they came on as producers and as like celebrity guests. Talent, yeah. And they weren't didn't seem to be uncomfortable being on stage with each other. Yeah, right. So but this is definitely pre like post divorce yeah. because they made reference to that. Oh really? <laughs> His name popped up in one of the categories. Yeah. And he got he was he was married to Courtney Cox. <laughs> Instead of just saying this guy, yeah, he was married to Courtney Cox. That's me. You're right, but yeah, so he, you're absolutely right. If they'd have needed someone to come back, he'd have been there. He'd have been there. Yeah, I think they needed to, in the development. They needed to make it clearer that it was a reboot as opposed to a continuation because everything that I heard said it was a sequel series, mm. and it's a very good spiritual successor. But not, there's no connection whatsoever. 
there are definitely more redeeming points to it than there are to, to three and four. Yeah. Um, and so the last few episodes were brilliant, yeah. but it just took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah, if I think going in knowing that there's no connection, because I tried to watch it week to week when it started. After the first episode, I'm like, there's no connection there, that's shit. I think I was annoyed by that. Or going back knowing that there's no connection and just watching it for what it is. Mm. I, I really enjoyed it. And you really have to have it all there to watch all at once, I think. I think it's probably a better way to do it, yeah. Because yeah. week to week you forget what's happened. And... Yeah. Yeah, with the, with the elements of the mystery. I mean, there were definitely bits and pieces to that that I think even at the end they didn't really explain some of the stuff overly well, but some of it was just brilliant. Yeah. I like, I'll tell you what, though, I did like the use of all the modern day technologies with like the messaging and mm. the emails and shit. Because I know that irritated the shit out of you. Yeah. Explain yourself, because I didn't ask you the other day, because I said, oh, we'll hold on to it for the, for the podcast, and that's now. I can't even remember, to be honest, because it was, I was doing a lot of late night watching. I think it was more the, it just seemed to be, I think it was because the messaging was coming through from like unknown caller and realistically, maybe it works differently in America, but in Australia, nothing comes through from unknown caller. If you send a text message, it has the caller ID. Yeah. Yeah. You can't block that on a text message here. Yeah. So it may be very different in America and that's just us being spoiled that I'm being critical about that. But yeah. yeah, in Australia, you don't get that. Even if you don't have a mini contact list, it comes up with the phone number. Yeah. So you can easily track that shit. But that does kind of get explained as you get through it further. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting how they did a lot of that stuff with him messaging Emma, the main girl, directly. Especially like with the make the choice. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah, all that stuff and... Just the way that like they had stuff rigged that if you tried to hack into somebody's laptop, it uploaded a video of two of your friends doing stuff together. Yeah. And um, I mean, a lot of the messaging, like there's one bit sort of towards the end where they work out how the killer's doing everything with the communications. Yep. And so they're on the phone talking about it and they talk about we need to go to the police and then straight away a message pops up if you go to the police. Yeah. And I, that was funky. It was like it really tied in just how instantaneous how much control that they had. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's worth a look. It's it's definitely worth a look. I mean, let's say even don't run out and watch it right now if you've got anything better to do. I you with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Um, and don't expect too much of it. It, 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 at least for me, and I'm, maybe I was just critical of it because I was late night watching as well. And because I was going in with the expectation that it was some kind of sequel and it was just from the get go, it wasn't the right mask and it had, that got to me. And I think I probably, as you say, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more, um, if from the get go, I knew that was going to be the case and not just waiting for shit and it but it was a slow build for me. But I, I started a couple of days after you did, and you'd warned me about all of these things, so I knew that coming in. So that might be why I was a little bit less harsh on it. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, ultimately, it was good. I mean, it, after it got to the, like past the slow build and really into the main crux of it, it was definitely enjoyable. Yeah. And as you say, the last couple of episodes, sort of the last three or four, yes. Yeah. All the yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only bit where it did sort of get that little bit too silly was the threshold. Yeah, and that was, as we say, it was very much more like a, a saw trap than yeah. it was a ser- than a serial killer doing their thing. Yeah, because as soon as you saw that thing in like the second or third episode, you're like, someone's getting killed by that. Yeah, 
And then like three or four episodes later, the person using it does. It's like, yep, called it. Yeah. There was, um, but yeah, there were some definitely some inventive bits and some of the the death scenes were very, very gory. And I think that's where it showed that it was a Netflix show. Yeah. When you compare it to say, Daredevil. When, with how violent that was oh, and how, like, how full... That fucking hallway was, fight, my God! Yeah, it, it was that level, like, you, you had... Sorry, your, I liked it. You had your super violence. I like violence. violence. Yeah. But they, <laughs> You're a special girl. They sort of, they definitely kept it ramped up. Like, if you compare the... You can't find the Orange is the New Black. Had some stuff in there, but you have to leave that one aside. But yeah, Daredevil, really violent. Scream. Not so violent until it needed to be. But being about serial killers, it was kind of it. But the, it was very gory and very in your face. But not gratuitous about it? Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't Saw 4 through 7. No. <laughs> it was very much appropriate to the story and what they were trying to do. Yes. They didn't just go, here's all the gore a la American Horror Story Season 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you've not seen, but you, yes. I have heard this, yeah. It's, it's... It sacrificed a lot of story for a lot of gratuitous gore. This season's worse. You reckon? Yes. Yes. Very much so. And they're just shoving it in our face now. Watch these people have sex and oh, let's throw blood into it and let's do this and that. Like, really? You know what? Maybe I'm not paying enough attention because I'm watching it late at night after I've finished Arrow and I'm starting at like 10 o'clock. Mm. I'm not really know. Last week's episode where they were hanging out with all the serial killers was amazing. I haven't seen that one yet. Spoilers. It's a, that didn't spoil it sounds exciting now. Yeah, no, it's good. Because you, you know what? I'm not going to talk about this no, on the podcast. I'll no. tell you about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, Scream one. Final thoughts. Awesome. Yep. Don't uh, don't make a change. Scream two. Uh, Still decent. Yeah. 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 And let's face it. There was didn't matter what. There was always going to be a sequel. Yeah. With that amount of success. Correct. Yeah. Perfect world creative changes. Um. A lot of things. For the second one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Minor things. Minor things, ultimately, you, there's not really a great deal that needs to be changed with it. So, so somebody here said a lot of things, so... Just a lot of things, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that didn't need to be made. The second one? Yeah, um, all of them, but they were. Well, did no movies ever really need to be made. No. As, as far as sequels go, mm. the second one was more than acceptable. Mm. It's once you get to three. Once you get to three, where it just absolutely craps yeah. out and you can just go either remove it from the continuity entirely or entirely or just I think if they wanted to make it go on that long they should have put more effort into them it kind of felt like they were just sort of like here's another screen movie like well, Saw did towards the end like the first three Saw movies made sense well that was when it was one and one L telling the story then they left the, after yeah, the yeah, third one yeah because then they were like money and yeah. they were good movies the other ones but they weren't they didn't need to happen I like the idea of Saw 5 where they were all supposed to work together but didn't yeah and so they all had good ideas still after that even, but yeah. <laughs> I proved a point to Julie Benz with that movie. They took to play Dala on Buffy, who was mm-hmm. in Saw 5. Yes? No? Yeah. Dexter's Missus. When I met her at Comic-Con a couple of years ago, I said to her, let's have a chance. I said, look, I really love your work, but do you really have to die in everything that you do? <laughs> she's like, I don't. I'm like, no, you do. She, <laughs> she's like, no, I only died once in Buffy, twice in Angel, and I've died in Dexter. And I'm like, and you died in Taken... And you died in Saw 5. She's like, I die all the time! <laughs> She's like, what is this? <laughs> but I don't think she ever really factored in that even though you don't see her character die in Taken, the miniseries, not the Liam Neeson movie. It's presumed that she died. And that, yeah, nobody 
even factors that she's in. Yeah, like you die in everything. She's like, no, I really do. Um, creating so yeah, you would change everything about the second one. No, not everything. I just wish it hadn't happened because then it started three and four. Because <laughs> I think, but let's face it, it was gonna, and it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think they ever really planned on it being the success it was, but they no. should have known. Yeah. 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 When you've got the master of on-screen horror, yep, at the helm. It was always going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Even even at his worst, the stuff that he was had direct control over was good. Well, that's why the fourth one feels more like a Scream movie than the third one. Yeah. It might not necessarily be a better story, but it's got the better feel to it because he was back as a director's chair. Yeah. And let's face it too, with him directing it, we're lucky we didn't end up with like eight of them. <laughs> he didn't write it. <laughs> Hang on, let me make sure that he did actually direct directed, it. Directed it, yeah. But we didn't end up with like eight of them. So eight that's of good. <laughs> But, we were always going to end up with more than one, obviously. But then three happened, and say so that one either completely changed the ending or completely remove it from the continuity. I, I would okay. Scream Two is okay, mostly as it is. Take away the, some of the contrived stuff at the start, where whoever actually killed the black guy sat in that stall muttering to themselves and knew exactly where to stab at the moment they were going to lean over and listen for the glory hole. Yeah, that was a bit much. In retrospect, um, who puts a glory hole in a movie? Oh no! Who like no? The fact that they they that if it was Debbie Salt who knew or Mrs. Loomis who knew exactly where when he was going to lean down, he knew he was going to go into that stall, and it just all seemed very convenient. Batman, <laughs> see that Batman level of, of convenience um, sort of fix up some of those little things. The bit where she crawls over him, yeah, no, just. Do it better or don't do it at all. And I would actually swap the deaths. Randy lives, Dewey dies. The bit where he's in the, the soundproof booth and Gail's on the, in the other one. Yep. And, he, and it looks like he gets brutally murdered, but somehow the only thing that happens is they take away the nerve damage that gave him his limb. <laughs> I would have... Yeah. Dewey dies there. Randy carries on. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Scream 3, completely fucking different. Perfect. Yeah. Well, sto- the, like the story I was telling before about Sydney finally snaps from the PTSD. Maybe even when she gets spotted, not necessarily Cotton. Don't kill Cotton. Oh, absolutely. absolutely do not kill Cotton. Um, or do, but not in the way that they did. Yeah. Um, maybe even have them working together. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I think that would be a bit much after him being in prison for crimes that he didn't commit. and then, and That so fucked him up. Yeah, but then... And then him going through and trying to be the hero, and he goes, right, I was the hero, I saved everybody at the end of Scream 2 with the guns and shit, and all anybody wanted to talk about was Sidney fucking Prescott. But then, if you're going to have them working... It still then wouldn't make sense to have them working together. Either way. Because if anything, it would be him trying to kill her. Okay, well then, yes, it's Cotton that finds out, and he's the one that's trying to bring her down. Yeah. Okay, that's how you do it. About halfway through, she kills Randy. Randy figures it out. No, she, she cops Gale about ten minutes in. Yep. Cops Gale, Randy sees it, or hears it, he goes, fucking do with it what you want. He fi- No, he figures it out. About halfway through, that's when Randy cops it, Sydney kills him. I mean, yep. there's, uh, there's your, your standard fucking body count along the way. Yep. Right? Randy figures it out, goes, fucking, I know what you did. <laughs> what you do- What Sydney doesn't see, somehow Cotton sees it, or Cotton, yeah, Cotton sees what happens, and then she goes, well, look, fucking say what you want. You're Cotton Weary. I'm Sydney Prescott. Tell whoever you want. I don't care. Yep. No one's going to believe you 
that you saw me kill someone. And that's how you do Scream 3. Yep. Or 4, either way. No. That's how you do Scream 3. Your trilogy, leave it with the 3. All it does, like you could, unless you were, as we talked about before, just remove 3 entirely. Yep. And make 4 your number 3. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now this is my version of how you do a third, the third one. Yeah. You do that that whole thing where she goes, fucking do what you want, Cotton. She keeps killing people. He keeps trying to stop her. And you think she's, yeah, and she ends up like Rebecca Gayhart at the end of Urban Legends in like completely locked up in a mental home. Or he does. Or both of them. Yeah. And that's how you do Scream 3. I would watch the fuck rocks out of that movie. Yeah. Dewey cops it in two. Gail cops it ten minutes into three. Randy cops it halfway through. And along with your body count... Gal, um, Sydney vs. Sydney vs. Cotton. Cotton, and you do you do your ending however you want. Winner take all. Yeah, <laughs> effectively. And you've got screen mask somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's make this movie. You're you're a special special girl. Um, you already said that David Arquette would come, so. Well, yeah, this is true. I'll get on the phone to Arquette. Look, we're doing a screen fan film. We're redoing Scream Three. What's your story? Do you care? Nope. <laughs> we're we're going to kill you fairly early on. Yeah, right on, mate. Yeah. But no, I think that's... Lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it, that's a big actor that gets uh, gets everyone into the movie, see? Yeah. You know, I, I defend I defend your reign as WCW world champion. I'm on my way! <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that would have... That's... If I had it to do over, like, if perfect world, I get to fix things, yeah. Dewey dies in two. Randy lives on. Gail cops it. And Sydney's killing people along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted her to be a bad person. She didn't. Not even necessarily a bad person. You almost do with her what you did with Norman Bates in Psycho. Mm. Norman Bates, who yeah. was the brutal killer, but was the victim the whole way. Yeah. And you make her, like, not an anti-hero, but, like, an anti-villain. Where she's, I mean, you, you go, fuck you, you're going to rot in hell. Yeah. She gets done, and then maybe even have the last third of the movie, like, her trial or whatever. Yeah. It's just something different. But, but if it's going to be a slasher film, you've got to stick to the formula. And it comes down to that at the end. And then like you do sort of a two-minute montage at the end of of Sydney's trial and whatnot. And then she gets thrown in the clink at the end. Yep. Padded room. And- yeah. And then you have some sort of weird-ass twist ending where, fuck, I don't know who's, who's working there or whatever. Like at the end of Urban Legends 2 when Rebecca Gayhart comes back. Yeah. Apparently, I really like the Urban Legends movies. Thanks in the first one. Tara Reid gets killed in that. Of course she does. Yet she's allowed to live in all these other movies. Hey, she survived getting eaten by a shark three times. She did. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my take on the Scream trilogy. Okay. That's that's how I would... And then if you want to do Scream 4, you do the TV series the way they've done it, but with a tie-in to a Sydney Prescott fan or fanatic or cousin. Yeah. There you go. That's how, that's how you would change the, the TV series, is... 20 years after Sydney Prescott's brain snap. Yeah. Hmm. And then they think that Sydney's gotten out. Yeah. Or she has gotten out. What you, and you have the, the twist as your, your, your mid-season twist is that she's actually dead and, and, and rotting in the back of a, in the boot of a car or yeah. and something. They find her dead and someone is just yeah. topping people. Which is all, kind of what they did with Norman Bates when he got out 20 years later in Psycho 2. They had it like he was going to be fine, and he only went crazy again. Like he was fine when he got out of, when he got out of hospital. He was cured twenty years in there. He hasn't got his mum in his head anymore. He so everyone was like, "Ah, it's Norman Norman Bates. He's the psycho killer," and he snapped again. 
a bad person. I did not think there was a psycho too. Three and four. How do I not know this? Is it just because I just wanted to think that they didn't exist? Maybe. They're actually... They're, they're I was going to say they're quite good. They're, as far as pointless sequels go... Were they made, like, around the same time? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Like, they picked them up 20 years later in the 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah no, Hitchcock had nothing to do. It was actually, yeah, 20... Norman Bates had been in the hospital for 20 years, which explained how Anthony Perkins was 20 years older. He actually, they were in the middle of filming Psycho 5 when he died. And then, yeah. then, then they tried to do the spin-off telly movie, which starred Brad Dourif, mm-hmm. the voice of Chucky, as um, his cellmate, who inherited Bates Motel after he died. All right. We got both Bates Motel instead. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Psycho Podcast. We're going straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you see the Amazing Race and they, you think they've got to the finish line, to the, to the checkpoint, and Phil's there. It's like, well, you are the first to arrive. However, you're still racing. Here's your next clue. And they're off again. Oh. Does anybody else have anything to add to doing a version of the screams the way I did? No, I actually. I bet he's playing Sydney. <laughs> We're not I... actually making. God it. damn it! <laughs> actually, yeah, I, I don't think it could be done any better. I think that's exactly how I would do it. Like, it's always that's always been since the first time I saw it. That's always what I wanted. Yeah, and so that yeah, that's pretty well perfect. It's just is whether you get the the reveal of her halfway through or at the end. I don't care as long as she's the killer. No, I'd make it abundantly clear from about halfway through. When Randy figures it out, it's like, Sydney, I know that you under there. Yeah. Yeah, reveal it halfway through, have Cotton find out. I think that's, yeah, <sighs> things it could have been. Yeah. Could have made good films as opposed to, but then again, they all made money, so. That's what I mean. They didn't put any thought into it because it was just like, money. Money, 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 money. Money. Mm. Yep, we sing in Nerd Corner. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a hell of a fucking edit job. Um, it's getting late and I'm tired. Anybody got anything else to add other than you can get us on at Gmail? No, what is it? Nerd Corner are you at Gmail if you agree or disagree with anything we've said. Um, send us some cookie recipes and... Or just want to say hi. And, yeah, that too. Megs will make cookies. I'm making cookies. Fuck you, you're making cookies. Um, <laughs> well, you won't make us a sandwich, so, you know. <laughs> you cut them into fingers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send us some, if you've got a, your own version of how you do the screams, if you think my version sounds shit, tell me. If you think it sounds good, tell me. If you think we should make the movie, we're going to do it anyway. This, this, what's this wee business? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly. It's already half made in the head. <laughs> yeah. It can be animated. You can play every role. Yes. You can, then you can fix it in post on your own and it doesn't become a JD role. No, it's going to be an animated, it's going to be an animated thing. It's happening. You're going to make me the fucking flipbook screen. Yep. <laughs> sure <laughs> am. <laughs> No, that's Spaceballs. Never mind. Um, yeah. You can find me on the Twitters at jdizzle1701 or nerdcorner at, at nerdcorneru, nerdcorneru at gmail. Um, any thoughts on any of the stuff we talked about in the list? Are you more excited than, about Star Wars than we are? Apparently so, because everyone is. Um, yeah, I think we're done. Bye. Bye. Foodie, thief, I'm Moody, Judy, Lana, 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 Fofana, Banana, Fana, Fofana, Thief, I'm Nana, Lana. Come on, everybody. I say, now let's play a game. I bet you I can make a rhyme out of anybody's name. The first letter of the name. 
Rule that 